Yeah. You saying that out loud, I'm like, damn, <laughs> that's sick. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. You're listening to Southern Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You are listening to episode 241 of Sapnin Podcast featuring myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend Morgan Richards. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards, and I'm throwing a tantrum. <sighs> I've had a no good, really bad, messed up day. I'm stressed out, super sad, not okay, but I'll be alright, because we all know I'm the life of the party. The, oh, um, I reckon the majority of that was probably true, apart from that very, very last bit. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to you, you know, having a good time, but um, hopefully this will cheer you up. This week's episode features Charlotte Sands, the wonderful, lovely Charlotte Sands. Yes, and I hope she's going to be my new best friend after all of this, because Charlotte nope. Sands is living out everyone's pop-punk emo dreams. She has grafted so much over the last few years from releasing one-off singles recorded in her bedroom to having her blueprint, hair pun intended, all uh, over the alternative music she scene. Sheen. 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 <laughs> she's an artist I've had on repeat a lot since 2020, and she's been harder to escape because not only has she written, featured, and collaborated on songs by bands like The Main, Taken Back Sunday, Under Oath, Modson, and Sleeping With Sirens, but just one Best Breakthrough Album at the what? Heavy Music Awards with Love and Other Lies. She's done Woo-hoo. something we've never been able to do. Ah, uh, we haven't, yeah. Ah... <laughs> uh. I wonder if every music awards are going to end up giving us like a dedication award like Kerrang did to the Blackout once for um, being nominated for four times a one fuck all award. I wonder if we'll ever get like lifetime achievement award because I'm getting old now and I haven't left the scene for ages. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what it is, isn't it? It's like, hey, you've been bothering us now for a good 20 years. You haven't stopped bothering us. Fair fucking play to you. Do you know what? Lifetime Achievement Award! Yay! Take it. Take anything you can. Uh, the worst bit is she even got given this award by our good friends in McFly. So, I mean, I would have liked that. Ah, uh, that could have been our award. Could have been uh, us. Could have been us. Fucking hell. Do you know what? I liked Charlotte Sands before this, but now I'm very, very bitter towards her. <laughs> even though I really, really enjoyed talking to her at Slam Dunk, I had a really lovely time, right? She was great. She was um, very responsive. She was very friendly. And I really like her music, right? But the fact that she's won an award and was handed it by McFly when I should have been us, right? It should have been us, oh. right? It makes me blood red, man. But despite all that, we could list for the whole hour all the wild experiences she's had lately. Uh, but she's going to do that for us. We got to record this backstage at Slam Dunk Festival just a couple of weeks ago, literally the morning after she received the award. So all her emotions are very raw, very hangover, and we just had the best conversation. Someone I've wanted on this podcast for quite a while. Um, but it's just mad to see everything 
that's been happening to her on this journey, Sean, especially when you consider she's an independent artist. Bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. Um, I think she's a secret multimillionaire. Rumor has it, her real name is Charlotte <laughs> Musk. And, and, oh. dad, and dad's paying for everything. That's what I heard. But uh, no, f- oh, fair play. Fair play to Charlotte Sands for everything she's accomplished so far. Um, we'll go on to accomplish as well, because I think she's going to be fucking massive. Genuinely, we love this chat with her. It was very, very exciting. We weren't sure how it was going to go. Like Morgan said, she was at the Heavy Music Awards the day before. So we were like, oh, is she going to be hungover? Um, is she going to be in pain from yesterday? But no, she was vibrant. She was lively. She was fan bloody tastic. And I hope we get to speak to her again soon in the flesh because it was a delight. Yeah, well, she's coming back to the UK and Europe in October when she's oh, just oh. being announced to be supporting five seconds of summer across some massive venues. Uh, and that's, uh, that's another thing you didn't get to do. Uh, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Remember that? Remember that? I've been, to, I've nearly played the Royal Albert all twice now. Once with a blackout, once DJing, um, before five seconds of summer, both of them got canceled very last minute. So I am still yet to play the Royal Albert all. Um, but yeah, real, yeah, real cool of Charlotte's hanging out with five <laughs> seconds of summer who dropped me last fucking second when I was about to DJ. Yeah, man, real happy for her. Good luck with that. I hope it goes real well. <laughs> and throughout this conversation, we're going to get into everything from those raw emotions of just taking everything in to explaining some of the wildest moments, growing as a human and songwriter in the public eye, techniques to take things in a little more, her mental health, some absolutely insane venue stories, and there's even a surprise appearance from a certain someone. So make sure to stay tuned throughout. Is it me? So, well, no, you're here now, but someone oh, else yeah. comes in. Oh, yeah, there's no. a fourth, oh, yeah, yeah. So there's a fourth voice we will hear, and I think Whoa. some people will be very excited about that. So stay tuned. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I don't know how, but if you somehow found what? us... Give us a follow at SapmanPod on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, if this is, wait, if this is your fucking first time listening to us, right? Tweet at us at (laughs) SapmanPod on Twitter, Instagram, whatever the ball, like TikTok, all that shit, right? Tweet at us going, this was genuinely my first time listening to this rubbish. Because, oh, oh, we've got this far. But also, welcome, you know, part of the family. And you are legally obliged to join patreon.com forward slash happening. So fucking get over there now! Uh, do it quickly. It's a very busy period over here. We've just done loads of festivals. We're at 2,000 trees at, as this is out. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of extra content over there. And there's a whole community of people that get involved with gigs, tours and stuff that you should just become a part of the family. That's patreon.com forward slash happening. But without any further ado, let's get straight into this wonderful conversation with Charlotte Sands backstage at Slam Dunk Festival 2023. The Blackout are announcing our uh, tour dates on Monday. What's happening? I didn't know where to put it in. I knew it had to go in somewhere. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. 
Sapnin. 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 Yay! So we are joined at <laughs> Slam Dunk Festival by the mighty and now very much brand new award Ooh. winner. I know, I got a big Charlotte ego. Sands. There's yes. not enough room in this tent for my ego right now. I don't believe, yeah. <laughs> we should. Joe, you know I, I didn't know whether. That's why I've got the shades on. Yeah, I get I, it. I can't, I know, can't see my eyes. I'm looking. too bright. My star is shining too bright. Today. It, it hurt when I you walked it. in, to be honest. Yeah. You caught me off guard. I nearly fell over my chair as well. But um, yeah. yeah, how are you? I'm, I'm so good. I will be honest. I'm struggling today. It was a late night last night. I had to celebrate. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, I'm definitely dealing with the consequences of my actions right, today. Okay, but yeah. I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> nice. How hard did you go last night? Was it a wild one? I think it was mostly, I think it's a combination of the jet lag and the loss of sleep. Yeah, mm. not good. Yeah. And so the combination of those two things that normally wouldn't be like that, I, I wouldn't take it that hard. I, you know, I would, I would get up and persevere. Um, instead, it's just, it's hitting a little harder today. <laughs> but it's not going to stop me. Good. Yeah. The, the show's I'm just gonna have to put more more into the show because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be aware and self conscious now that I'm gonna go over the top and overcompensate. Yeah. Well, there's a, a lot of mixture of emotions, really, flying all the way, having the award show, winning an award, and then playing two big sets at Slam Dunk Festival. Yeah. I mean, yeah, how are you doing at the moment? Just kind of wrapping your head around everything. I mean, it's so strange. I definitely feel like anytime something good happens, it's like a, an inside joke <laughs> that I'm like not a part of. So I feel like that is something that I'm trying to like be better about. Like even, it's so funny, like even being at the award show, like the whole time, even when I was won the award, I was like, I think they got the name wrong. Like, <laughs> I think they pay, oh no, like the teleprompter said the wrong person. Like, and I, I'm trying to be better about not discrediting um, myself, but it is such an exciting thing. I think it's just such, it's so strange to be around people and see other people at tables that I have been listening to my whole life and who I look up to. And then people like Mick Fly presented my award to me, which was just so <laughs> wild. Um, I literally was like, I feel like weird standing on a stage next to you guys. You guys are so much cooler than me. Um, so I think it's just, it's very weird. It's just like a very strange thing to get used to, but it's all wonderful and all incredible. And um, I love, I love traveling. I love being everywhere. So I'm just, I'm just happy yeah, to be here yeah. and, and that's and that's the thing there's so much cool stuff you've been a part of just the last few years in particular and there's there's plenty of that we want to talk to you yeah. about but when you think of it if just in the sense of like you know you get on the plane and you've come to the other side of the world right and all of a sudden you're getting all this attention you, you're literally lifting the walls yeah. it must be quite cool to think back of like when you started out and trying to make it as a songwriter and Absolutely. now all of a sudden like you're a breakthrough international artist and, and all this yeah it's so strange i mean yeah i've been performing my entire life i mean i i literally was born and my first memories are like wanting like are making music and um so it's really it is funny like i've never done anything else i'm not good at anything else <laughs> so hopefully this sticks um but yeah i think that i I'm, i am so proud of like I've, I've worked really 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 hard and everyone around me on my team has worked really hard and um, so I am like so immensely proud of everything we've accomplished, especially as an independent artist. And that's it's a struggle out here, but I am so that may, it, the rewards are so much bigger because of that. And so I'm I'm so much more proud to accept awards be, at being independent. And um, so I looking back, I, I, it doesn't even feel like the same person. It's so funny to be like it looks like when I look at my childhood or uh, making music when I was younger. It really does feel like watching a movie of like a young like a child. Life. <laughs> it really yeah. does feel that way. I think just because. Um, I moved away from home at like 18 and so and then that was when I took my career like fully like full time I didn't question anything else never went to college I just did it and so I think that was such a weird chapter like split up of my life like before 18 and before moving away and then me being like an adult and doing it mm. so it's strange to look at those mm. yeah did you get a speech last night I did that was do you remember what terrifying you <laughs> um I watched a video of it, so I do remember now. <laughs> but uh, do you know what's so strange is doing the speech. I mean, honestly, I think my biggest fear is just sitting, like not saying thank you to everybody. Like all I imagine is like everyone at my table sitting there, like 
like shaking you their bet. heads. Yeah. <laughs> and literally just being like me thinking everyone but one person oh, and like enough. how they feel and or you get like, back to the table and everyone's like, Yeah, yeah and then there's one person, person yeah, with their arms crossed. Their hands, like, <laughs> it's literally that's all I was thinking about. Like walking up, I was like on my fingers, like listing people to think. I was like, think this person, this person, this person. And then I was like, I don't have enough time. I was like, how much time do people use for these things? I was like, <laughs> yeah. do they even want me to say anything? Like, is it cooler to not say anything at all? Should I just like give the award back? Like, who knows? Um, so I feel like for me, I, I mean, it, it really was. I just tried to like say thank you to uh, Danon who made the uh, every song on the album with me. And then um, Aaron Gillespie who wrote the feature track or title track with me. And then he's also featured on song, songs of mine and he was in the room. And um, so I said thank you to him as well. And nice. I, I love him. He's so yeah, cool. Nice. Well, how yeah. was working with Aaron? Oh my God. I mean, Aaron, it's so strange because Under Oath is one of those things that I didn't get into until like a few years ago. And so it's like, it's kind of like really strange because like fans of Under Oath who have been fans for years and years and years are like, oh, how did you not know about this? And I'm like, believe me, I'm kicking myself every day. <laughs> I would have been a different person if this music existed for me in high school. Um, but what's so funny is Danon, who um, produces most of my music, our first time writing with Aaron was just a, a session in Nashville. He wanted his publishers connected us and we, he just wanted to start writing like with, with other artists. And, um, the only we're in Danon's studio and Aaron was coming over and the only poster Danon has on his wall is an under oath poster oh, wow. because he's also my drummer and he like he started drumming because of Aaron like that is his person and the only poster he's ever had is under the and we were like sitting there and he was like do I take it down and we were like okay. looking at each other like, yeah. and we were like looking at each other like oh no like is, do we leave it up like does, oh, it's only yeah. one poster it's not like you have a bunch like it's like un, one specific thing and like the whole time we were sitting there we're like is it weird if we take it down knowing he's coming over like and then he finds out like that's stranger well yeah if you if you were taking it down and he was still like <laughs> fresh like, yeah. underneath it and he was like he's like what was that what was that and he sees like, like, no, like his poster like curled like, yeah. up on the yeah. floor just a rolled up off yeah. the sofa like don't look at there don't look at there dude I know that was like my fear yeah, I also like the idea of him like sitting down with it behind him and he having no idea just like the, the irony of him playing drums behind himself it's so funny and so we ended up just being like I was like you have to keep it up yeah. like it's cool it's part of your story like Aaron was if he's a nice guy he'll appreciate it he won't be weirded out by it well, it's and like I, he's a nice guy yeah. <laughs> he it, first of all Aaron it comes off as something if I would if I watched him like on stage I would be like this guy's like a monster like he's the most insane drummer he's looks like so cool and I'm always like oh my god that guy's so cool and then you meet him and he's like so kind and like gentle and like so incredibly talented um, but he like walked into the room and was like just looked at the poster and was like cool and like that's like all he said <laughs> I know those guys yeah, yeah. And, and now he's one of like our best friends yeah. and like Dayton and him are best friends and we work with him all the time and so it is so funny we Has always talk about this story you guys know at his he, studio he better shut up if he doesn't they're gonna have a real problem I'm gonna make him like a really Aaron, cheesy you one you fucking listen yeah, to this I know this? you listen every week <laughs> to a deadline it's just me it's just a selfie of me being like <laughs> I'm watching you well th this is the thing it's one of the things I wanted to talk to you about yeah. because like I think the term breakthrough is such a good one to describe your journey over the last couple of years in particular especially internationally and coming to places like the UK but when you look at just some of the stuff you've been able to do you've gotten to collaborate write and feature on songs for people like Taking Back Sunday The yeah. Main Under Oath Mod Sun Sleeping With Sirens I mean that is just like a perfect playlist of songs you must have been obsessed with yeah, when you yeah. like you saying that up. out loud I'm like damn <laughs> <laughs> that's sick it, is it, it must be quite surreal to, to think that like you know you're on their songs as well it's not like you've yeah. just got them to feature on your tracks you're a part of their legacy I've never from... really thought about it like that to be honest it's kind of my ego's getting even bigger now oh, because yeah. I got an award <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like sorry I don't, have, yeah, I don't have any more time for you guys um, I gotta go do other things no um yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just it just sounds so much cooler coming out here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's in my head. Um, I feel like I'm over here being like, wow, they're like doing community service by having me on here. Not um, at all. No, but they, it really is so insane. I've I've listened to like the main and Taking Back Sunday and Sleeping with Sirens, like all of these people forever. So I remember I have playlists with all of them on it that I made in high school and. 
Um, so for me, like Kellen, the literally the reason we ended up working together was because I was talking about him in a podcast, and I was like, oh, wow. I was like, Kellen Quinn, if you hear this, I love you. I, I want to work with you. <gasps> and then he literally found it on like Twitter and like D and reposted it or retweeted it and was like, hey, I have a song for you. Like, hit me up. And so like I was, and then I was like so mortified because wow. my entire interview was like. Kellen, like <laughs> I love you. Like call me Please. back. By the end of it, yeah, just I'm like, crying just in a bag. <laughs> Kellen, and then I was like, I literally in the interview was like, this would be so embarrassing if he found this. Like I really hope he never, he'll never see this. I was like, I, he is so far. And I mean, wah, wah, and, wah. and he's like the sweet again, the sweetest people ever. I've every single person I've worked with has been so great to me. Um, but Ooh, it is, yeah, gonna have one I know. I'm story, sorry. Surely. I, I'll find somebody today. Maybe it'll be you guys. We still have time. Yeah, we still have time. We still have time to hurt my feelings. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I feel like with all of those guys and all of those bands, I mean, it's so strange to me. I'm, I, I'm so lucky that with the main, our song um, with Take You Back Sunday was like their biggest song. Mm. And so for them to like so many years later, me to be a part of a band's like one of their biggest songs, we were top five at Alternative. And I was a part of that, even though I was like literally like I was DMing the main two years ago being like, hey, guys, love your album. You know what I mean? And they were like, so it's it's so it's so crazy. To me. I'm so, so proud to get to be a part of that yeah. stuff and just honored that they even consider me like this awesome yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's like being on the emo cloud nine really because like if you take yourself back to that 18 year old who, who left the house and wanted to f- fulfill music to think like oh all the bands i listen to yeah i'm now on their discography it's weird yeah i know it's really weird i mean it's when you're like it's so i really rarely i need to be better about like sitting and like thinking about it in this way mm. because i feel like everything just happens so quickly and i'm like oh yeah cool okay yeah, yeah that makes sense it's a, yeah this makes sense but then when i'm actually sitting and like trying to connect the dots of like my reaction of me being in high school and finding that out like i just it, there would be no way i would believe this information and the fact that i get to like perform it live like the main and I have performed our song together at so many festivals. I performed it with them in um, London randomly because my tour ended on the same day that they were touring here. And so every time we're like on the same festivals or anything, we get to do this and we get to like share this like fun thing. And so the fact that we even get to do the same festivals and we get to do it all around the world and tour together and it's just like the craziest experience yeah, yeah. But yeah. It, it, that's the thing that when you're living through it you don't get to take that in too much until you've got someone like me telling you stuff and you're yeah, like whoa can you wait, follow what? me around and, this, and give me some <laughs> affirmations <laughs> yeah. just whispering you're doing great you yeah, everybody you loves the, you don't need to talk to the general public <laughs> yeah, you're Come better back. than you're yeah. better than all of them yeah. <laughs> don't it, talk to the scum yeah look at those peasants <laughs> is there anything you do though to kind of take little moments in whether it be stuff like today or like a writing are session are you documenting a lot of stuff for you photos and i mean yeah i mean that is a big thing i think we always have like i mean content yeah teams but like it is really important to me i think that is huge for me it's like i'll go back and like watch videos um and like even videos i posted or just ones on my phone because i always forget that like i take videos and stuff because if i have other people making it but those are the ones that are like super shitty quality but like they're from my perspective so sometimes that's so cool even like me in the crowd of like an under oath show being like i love these guys you know like, this sounds fucking awesome so that is i try to do that as much as possible but i think i think i really do i mean i i've started this like discord chat with um my like all, like a lot of my listeners and we do like a mental health monday where we just check in on each other and um i kind of did started it because i would get all these dms about people talking about their mental health and i couldn't couldn't respond to everybody so i just started being like hey like everyone go to this chat we can all talk there and i'll make sure that i like pop in but the funny thing about it is i made it kind of for other people and like thinking it would like benefit other people and be like oh everyone can vent about these things and have a community where they can talk to people but i every monday i would make everyone or ask everyone i'm not like forcing people to do anything but um i would ask everyone to like kind of like lists like something they're grateful for something they're proud of themselves for a strength they have like these kind of things and i answer them myself and i realized that i'm like i've been like trying to get everyone else to do this that's the only time i've ever sat and done that though is when i was like asking other people to and like expect and being like here's an example and then i would sit there and be like what is a strength of mine like and so it's been really funny because i thought it was going to be more beneficial for other people and it's ended up being really beneficial for me because i'm forced ev- and every week i'm like don't forget to change your answers and then i'm over here being like what else do i like about myself yeah, I'm like, i know so i'm like copying other people's answers yeah, i'm like my natural brown hair i'm like damn um not that um, but yeah so i 
I think that that's like been really wonderful and it's like yeah. really makes me like be present and like even when I'm really busy I have to like kind of think and um, have some people like holding me accountable for those things and so it's it's kind of like this beautiful weird mm. full circle thing of nice like yeah so I, I love that aspect. Yeah. yeah we get so many people on here who say like you know, the journey is so quick that you kind of miss the enjoyment of that it's only when there's certain like anniversaries or whatever you yeah. can look back and go oh yeah we did all those cool things so to see that you're, you're taking that moment and especially with your, your listeners and supporters who uh, get, get into like really hone in on certain elements yeah that's really that's a really nice technique yeah. to yeah, kind it's of awesome. have I'm, it's definitely something that I still I, I wor- have to work on all the time because like that is for sure like I feel like everything is a whirlwind I'm kind of always the person who's like oh we'll like think about it afterwards like we'll we'll deal with it or we'll celebrate in a month but right now we have to like I'm probably the worst boss ever I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yeah we'll celebrate in four years when we don't have work and everyone's like oh great happy to be here with you um but like I, that is something that's really hard is because there's always stuff happening that it's not like we have one show a year and then afterwards we're like that was sick it's like we play this festival tomorrow we play another festival then we're playing five more shows in like Europe and then headline show and so it's all of them by themselves could be individually an exciting career changing best day of our lives but we get so used to it that it's like it is so strange that when you it becomes such a consistent thing I mean I I just you do take it for granted and you're also just like this is so normal like it's this is not normal at all like me being in like a van with my best friends and like traveling around a different country and getting to make music and like all it like literally all of us are talking about it it feels like we're on like a summer vacation like it just like doesn't feel real and so even like sitting here now I'm just like god my life is so cool like (laughs) I'm so grateful um but it is so funny it's like you really do have to like take a second because everything every day is like traveling and changing and then I'm like oh yeah that'll be fine no we don't have to celebrate we have to do that like and now so I'm like maybe I shouldn't celebrate as hard as I did last night every single time or I would not have a job (laughs) I would not be able to exist um but yeah no, I love the way you think about it. You're, you have great questions. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate it. Well, we've wanted you on for a long time, so I'm glad oh, we can actually you. do this. But speaking of everyone you've worked with, is there anyone in particular that's like stood out as like a different form of creativity? Like, did anyone have any weird methods or way they looked at writing music that made you step back and go like, oh, okay, I haven't tried this way before or just kind of shocked you or anything yeah, like that? I mean, I will say, I think... I mean, I think everybody has honestly, like, taught me a lot of different things. Like, I think the main has taught me, like, sustainability as a career. And they are, like, touring with them and also working with them and, like, being, like, genuinely friends with them. Can't believe I get to say that. Um, (laughs) So cool. But um, I feel like with them, I learned they're kind to everybody they meet. They are respectful. They are so professional. They show up. Like, they just do do their shit and they, like have are really kind and they have families and they take care of their people and they have this like really um intentional community and people recognize that and that's why they're like diehard fans for them and i think i've watched them like touring like they were nice to everybody that was around the first night we were on tour with them they had like a pizza party so we could all hang out with them like they're the kind of people that are like you are family if you're with us and so i learned that and i try to like now my standards for the people around me and the people that we tour with and like how everybody that is around me treats the people like treats the people at venues treats the people who are doing security like that's really important to me because I've like watched that affect the way that those people now like see them at shows and are like we love those guys you know it all translates and like trickles down so that's really important to me I think with Under Oath and um, I mean those guys are just so solid and like they're performing their live show is like powerful and watching Spencer as a performer I'm like he literally I joke about it all the time I'm like if there was like an apocalypse like I would follow Spencer anywhere because I just like I look at him and I'm just like he is powerful and like anything he does is like right I'm like I would follow you to the ends of the earth um and so I learned a lot about like that kind of like the controlling the crowd and like those kind of things and I mean Aaron is just like one of those people that's like I don't know how he is capable of doing so much. Like he writes incredible country songs and like singer songwriter, like folk stuff and Americana. He performed at the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville and I was lucky enough to be there. And he did just him and a guitar and he like is incredible and like the almost stuff. And then also being like an incredible friend and father and husband and 
the best drummer I've ever seen live. No offense to my drummer. He will be fine <laughs> if I say that. Um, oh, he will be uh, like, I get it. He'll be yeah. like, I understand. Um, but yeah, like I think I've just like watching him and like watching him do so many different genres and have so many different career paths and have his hand in kind of everything, like as a writer, as an artist, as like a band member, all these things um, has like been really inspiring to me to be able to like no be like oh i can do all these things like i can have a personal life and i can be successful or i can like do these things and i can i don't know it's just and also just being successful and like treating people nicely like being around so many people um same with kellen like all these people that could easily be really shitty and get away with it and all of them aren't like they just have chosen not to and whether or not that's like because it's I don't know whether it's not they just feel like they have to be that way or what like they've chosen to be nice and kind and they've accepted me into their lives and their families and I'm just so that's would be my biggest thing out of all of it is like they have careers still because of the people that they are that has nothing to do with the music that they make um, and that I think is the only reason not the only reason their music is also fucking awesome <laughs> yeah. I'm like the only people reason like Underoath they're just lovely guys <laughs> yeah. what's the yeah, music like people don't fucking like dog shit <laughs> it's the I'm worst like, part of every year but they're lovely yeah. so yeah. yeah it's like people don't like Spencer from Underoath he's just a nice guy they don't like his music um, no 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 scream it, him no <laughs> keep it yeah. down Spence <laughs> yeah do you mind we're trying to we're trying to talk over here um, no but that one I think that is the way I've learned that 100% is like I will have a sustainable career because I will be surrounded by people I love that love to work with me and for me and that I love to work with and that treat people the same way and it creates a really positive environment and I think that is the the biggest thing and the music can always be good but like I think that the people you're around and the people you get to celebrate with. I mean, that's the that's the thing to me is I, I've realized is like, you don't want to be around shitty people when you're winning awards. Like, you don't want to be go back to the table and be around people that like aren't celebrating you or kind of not, don't really understand what you're doing or are kind of like, oh, good for you or are jealous or like any weird emotions. Like, those things affect every experiment you have. Experiment. <laughs> experience <laughs> you have. I'm like... Jet lag. It's jet lag. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah blame it's it fine. on jet lag. Yeah. Not the 700 drinks I had last night. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's that's the thing is like to be surround yourself with people that will like actually enjoy it and are excited. I think excitement is like we I think as an artist the biggest struggle for me is that we are expected to do everything for the first time but act like we've done it a million times. And that is something that I've realized and I I forgot who said that, but they were like the worst thing is that like you walk into a room and you're never allowed to act like something is like exciting or new because you want to act like you've done it and so like when i got my first tour bus ever i was like yeah cool yeah Aww. oh a tour bus but then i had to remind myself i'm like this is fucking crazy i'm like a double decker tour bus like, <laughs> i had my family so- turn up right yeah. we took photos in it um, all of like literally yeah. my mother my father my younger brother Flying i was like people come and have a look at my new house for two weeks i know dude and so that's the thing is that um for me, like, I'm surrounded by people who, like, Dylan, my guitar player, is like, if we could play a show in front of two people and he'd get off stage and be like, that was the coolest show of our fucking lives. Like, every day he wakes up and, like, is so positive. And I, and he could literally be, he's an incredible guitar player and photographer and all these things, but he could be a shitty guitar player and I would still hire him because he makes my life better when he's around and he makes me enjoy my career more. But and if he, you are listening, please don't become a shitty, <laughs> don't become a shitty guitar player. No, yeah, no. he's gonna. We're gonna Just watch the show tonight, that now, and he's yeah. gonna like mess up everything. Yeah, he's gonna be like, bl- shit. like, I don't even bother to yeah, tune my guitar fire. today. <laughs> I don't even care anymore. She's, yeah, she's gonna keep me whatever. He's on holiday. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, it, it is. So, but I realized even with that, I'm like, oh my god, like I have so much more fun when you're here. Like I walked back from the table last night, and Dylan's like, this is the best day of my life, and I was like, you didn't even win. Like he's, he's having more fun than I did. But it's just because he he like thinks that our lives are so cool because he he sees it as somebody who's like a fan of what we're doing and like so that is so important to be around people like that and I think that anybody who tries to like ever make people feel weird for being excited about things or treating things like hell yeah this is sick that we get to do this and that people are like can talk down to you for those kind of things I feel the complete opposite I'm like anybody who's excited is like the coolest thing ever to me I'm like we should all be more excited about everything I like I feel like if you looked at everything it was like like we play shows that are like college shows even in front of five people and we're traveling in like 
a minivan to a college show like after winning an award or something and we're over here being like trying to make we'll try to make the best of it always and just be like this is the best day of our lives or like we should just like start a mosh pit with the four people at the university like whatever it is like i think that's really important well yeah speaking of shows like that what's the weirdest show you've played so far Oh goodness, there's a long list. I would say the most memorable like weird show and this has nothing to do with the people in this audience so if you're listening to this, I love you so much and I'm thank you for coming. <laughs> I would say San Antonio, Texas on my headline tour, my first headline tour ever. It was a very weird market cuz Texas is so big that like we played four shows in Texas. It was like Dallas, Austin, yeah, San yeah. Antonio. It's just like very large. Um and San Antonio was like not a popular market for me. So we sold I think like 30 tickets in this market. And my first headline tour too. So we were like I was like I'll take whatever I can get. I was like I was like inviting people off the street. I was like I'll pay you to come to the show this way. But um basically It was like a very very big venue. It's just like a very wide open space and like 30 people in it that were all just like spread out like not close to the front. Like everyone was just kind of like hanging in their own little areas, which is fine. Enjoy it however you want to enjoy it. But I was like this is so strange. So then everybody that was or the people that were working on our stage at the venue, I think a few of them had just just started and maybe weren't in the music industry previously, so they didn't know what any of the cables were. They didn't know they just didn't know how anything ran so like midway through the show all of the power goes out and at this point i like look at my uh, front of house and he literally just like throws his hands up in the air and he's like there's not like we're, oh, there's wow. nothing we can do so oh, wow. i think i brought like a few teenagers on stage and they had like a dance party like we just like rhythmic made it work dylan was supposed to we did an acoustic song that dylan um usually leaves for like a couple minutes and then like comes back and he like left for like 10 minutes and just like he's like i'm just leaving for a bit like you guys got it so then every thing that could have gone wrong went wrong um but we joke we probably talk about the show every day so it kind of it was probably the best show of the whole tour if we still nice. talk yeah. about it yeah well it's nice that you all have that positive mentality and attitude towards yeah. it because the last thing you want on a bad day is everyone oh thinking everything's no, worse so you, like if you can make the best out of a bad situation you have to laugh so at much. yourself yeah. you can I, i i never i try to not to take myself too seriously i mean it is a very weird life and a very strange career and as long as we're laughing and having fun and enjoying ourselves i'm it's a win for me even though i still like to win actual awards as well <laughs> yeah. i just want to put that of out course, there to the yeah, universe i do not want to settle for just laughter yeah. More <laughs> like, awards, please. laughter and awards do you have a place in mind where you're actually going to put the awards when you get home that is such a good question because i have been thinking about this first of all the award is so heavy oh, and okay. i thought it was a joke yeah. every, i literally, thought everyone was like literally and yeah, literally and everyone and that got up was like this is the heaviest award i've ever gotten and uh, i was like oh good one guys once again and then i picked it up and i was like it, like dislocated my shoulder <laughs> yeah, like, um, yeah oh. literally I I'm not like, gonna say what everybody else is saying. <laughs> and this thing is like a brick. It could like it could it could be used as a weapon. And I was like, I'm scared to like travel with it well, because I was gonna I, say yeah. Is it luggage? Well, that's the thing is you, they won't let you carry that on. It's I literally would be have to be like an overweight bag because oh, wow. it's so heavy. And so I'm like God. I'm gonna have to like. Pay. So then I was like, I'll bring it as my carry on. <laughs> no! no, I know. I'm gonna Venmo request uh, <laughs> heavy music words. But um, so now I'm like, I guess I have to bring it my carry on. But it's gonna be so. Heavy. It's gonna go going through like the security, and they're gonna be like, "What yeah, is this?" Is thing? it sharp? Is it gonna be sharp corner? Surely. Yeah, it's like literally like a rectangular. I'll just file it down with like a nail file and make it like a round ball. <laughs> sand the corners. Yeah. Sand the corners yeah. get on the no, but I have no idea where to put it in my house. To be honest, I don't. I've never done. Look who it is. I literally spent half of this Mr. talking Aaron about Gillespie. you, Mr. Aaron Gillespie. Yeah, you, good question. Where are you from? <laughs> um, outside of Boston. What's your favorite color? Anything that you are wearing. I have this problem now. Whenever <laughs> I see a person of the female persuasion with blue hair, I'm like, copycat, <laughs> fucking traitor. <laughs> I'm sorry I hijacked this. I'll leave. No, you're fine. You, you've literally been the star of this entire interview. So I love you. Congratulations I love on last you. night. Goodbye. Thank you. All, be, all <laughs> nice because of you. Guys. All because of you, my greatest inspiration. I'll come find you in a bit. <laughs> Aaron Gillespie, ladies and gentlemen. See, so you guys yeah, obsessed with me. Yeah, I win one award and he just can't get it. Just, just leave it right now. <laughs> just leave oh, it. Okay. I love him. I love him so much. Uh, and the right. roof over it. Yeah, yeah. I know. funny. <laughs> 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 But Charlotte, as we uh, wind down on this conversation yeah. very quickly, I mean, there's so much 
crazy stuff that's happened but you've got a hell of a schedule for like the rest of the year and yeah. looking into 2024 you're going to be doing that emo's not dead cruise oh my which, god wow is going to be uh, insane but what else can people look out for what can people uh, expect going on now what, what what are you really excited for the, the next phases to come um i'm so excited because i'm working on i'm working on so much music right now that i feel like is the most me i feel like i could say that every time i've released music but this is like the best music i think i've ever made and i feel so proud of it it's like undeniably me as a person and as um, an artist and I'm so excited to put it out so I can't tell you when yet but uh, it is coming out and you're gonna get so sick of me with how much stuff I'm releasing and then I'm gonna be touring for the rest of the year um, and touring next year touring for the rest of my life I mean <laughs> touring until everybody is like girl stop stop playing shows we don't care anymore <laughs> my entire strategy is just being in front of people until they're sick of me that's why I'm trying to do a feature with every band at every festival <laughs> so that everyone in the audience is like who the fuck is this girl I'm like why is she on another stage not her again yeah. what oh, they're like, she oh. knows these yeah. as well yeah. you get to the stage you're playing a festival and you've worked with everyone yeah. you, well, you as well you headline and and they they every song they come in um, so that's that's kind of the goal that's kind of the goal I want everyone to be talking about me all the time even if it's negative just i'm just kidding don't be negative about me because i i'll be self-conscious well shall we really appreciate you taking the time Thank to you do so this much. it's been such a lovely conversation looking forward to the set later and yeah can't wait for more new music and everything thank you so you guys have been the best thank you have the best day ever hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Yes, Woo! that was the fantastic, fantastic Charlotte Sands there. Thank you very much, Charlotte, for coming on and for her team for sorting this out. And I don't think anyone was expecting Mr. Aaron Gillespie of Underoath dropping in last minute and gate crashing the whole thing. Yeah, not even me. And I saw him walking towards us. I was like, "He's he, whoa, is Aaron Gillespie getting bigger by the second? Oh, no. That's how perspective works, and he's getting closer to me. Yeah, it was uh, it was strange. I wasn't expecting it, and I saw him coming. So there you go. <laughs> we can't get enough. We can't get enough of Charlotte, and he can't get enough of this podcast. He is a former guest. Uh, we just had him on with Spencer from Under Oath on our Slam Dunk Festival special episode. If you want to go back and listen to all the updates they're giving on the band there. But it's so amazing to see all these wild things happen to Charlotte Sands at the moment. We brought her up a few times with all those kind of collaborations and stuff, but I find it so crazy that the fact that, you know, getting people on your songs is one thing, but the fact that you're part of these legacy acts on the discography forever is absolutely mind blowing. Legacy acts. Oh my God. You've just made me feel sick. Legacy acts. Oh, the they're, they're blackout, legends, man. That's what I meant. They're legends. The blackout's a legacy act. Ah, oh, oh. Yakovi. 
We're all, oh, we're all getting f- older, and these are all hurting oh, more, and we've all Jesus got back pain we've never Christ. expected, so we can say the it now. Bl- oh, the Blackout will be playing Stilos Festival in Evervale oh, next. Jesus. Well. Classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, we probably won't. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah Mad. Um, yes. Thank you again to Charlotte. That was great. Thank you to Aaron for dropping in. Thank you to Slam Dunk for having us there. We had a great time. They really looked after us. They gave us one of the three lovely booths to record in. The other one was for Kerrang. The other one was for Rock Sound uh, Magazine. So, you know, I'm not saying we are one of the big three music media outlets, but we are definitely in the top two big media outlets. So, <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. But remember, Charlotte Sands is returning to the Europe and the UK in October for that massive tour of Five Seconds of Summer. Uh, and for any of our US listeners, she's going to be out on the road very heavily in September with the band Camino that she's just announced as well. Um, she's got a new EP at the moment titled All Right, which is the single by the same name and a lot of different versions of that song. One being live from the Hammersmith Apollo in London. Ooh, Go and check all nice. that out. I'm excited to see what else she's got going on in the future. Um, Speaking of things going on, everyone knows it's been a very busy period for us with festival season. The day this comes out, we're going to be at 2000 Trees Festival. Um, yeah, boy. If you're going for the Saturday, tomorrow we're going to be doing a live stage show podcast, 10 a.m. on the word stage of 2000 Trees. And then we're going to be DJing the silent disco uh, in the night as well for anyone who wants to party and doesn't want the festival to end. Going to be updating our social media with a lot of things from behind the scenes Give us a follow at Pod on Twitter and Instagram and head over to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Sapping for even more exclusives over there and getting involved with a whole community of people we love so, so much. Do you know what I worked out yesterday? The answer is no. So that was a rhetorical <laughs> question, right? Because you, luckily, luckily, nobody else knows what I'm thinking, right? Well, okay, yeah. But this is what I worked out yesterday. Saturday at 2000 Trees, right, which is tomorrow, wink. We are going to be the first act on, and then one of the last acts on. So we're technically going to be first in, last out. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Of Saturday of um, 2000 Trees. So, yeah, we're, we're in from 10. Our thing starts at 10 a.m., so we've got to be in before that. And then, do you, have you got a time for our DJ set? Have we been given a time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing. Let me let me do a little bit of inside inside <laughs> on how this how this fucking podcast work, right? If Morgan knows the information and I don't, means the information's bad, right? <laughs> I, and he hasn't given it to me because he knows I'll lose my fucking dog, I'll lose my fucking shit and go fucking crazy. I will go crazy. So Morgan, <laughs> let's do the re- let's do the reveal now, right? So we gotta be there. Say now I'm getting up about half seven, eight o'clock, right? Yeah, On a Saturday yeah. morning. That's yeah. fucking making me feel sick as it is, right? So half a seven, right? We get up, get showered, we drive from Cheltenham to the festival. But, but, but hopefully my car haven't fucking broken down, right? Get to the festival. Oh, go over to the stage, have a water, talk to the guest prior for two seconds, go on stage, do the podcast. Then wait about all day. What time are we DJing? Morgan Richards. 1 a.m. It's a different day. It's a different day. As long as they're reimbursing us for being at the fucking festival for 24 hours solidly. Unbelievable. And so, yeah, please come along. If you're there Saturday and Sunday or whatever. Come along, Saturday morning, 10 a.m. on the word stage. We're going to be talking some shit with some people that we like, hopefully. <laughs> Might be our worst enemies. Who knows? Also, and then, yeah, so 1 a.m. then, we've got to hang about to DJ the Silent Disco. So come and have a look at Very Sleepy Sean. Very Sleepy Sean. They might just be like bedtime songs. <laughs> they're, all, they're all lullaby versions of all the hits. That's what it is. Silent night, holy night. Yeah, I might record my own version now and play yeah. that. Uh, there we are. Saturday. New hit single yeah. coming. Um, speaking of busy time as well, you uh, dropped a bomb in the intro and said something about a tour being announced. Yes, the, what? What? Yes, the the blackout. I don't know if anybody knows the blackout, but it's a bank of the blackout from South Wales. 
and they are announcing on Monday, June the 10th, July the 10th, not June the 10th, Jesus Christ, the day after we played download last month. What? We are announcing July the 10th, our tour dates, and that will go on sale later in the week. So keep an eye out for that on socials and around socials and stuff like that. Five dates. So I'm saying be prepared. Be prepared. Prepared. Well, if you need people to go with for that, head over to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash happening. No doubt. As soon as those are No doubt. No doubt they're there. (laughs) No fucking doubt. Are they? Fucking, are we manifesting Gwen Stefani and them supporting you? Because that'd be hell of a oh god! Scoop. Don't don't not yeah! Don't tell people I know because then they'll expect it, and then when it doesn't happen, because I don't want to fucking lose all of the money, people will be <laughs> fucking an- angry at me. Carry on, sorry, Mog, sorry, Mog. But every <laughs> everyone will be planning and meeting each other for those gigs and stuff. So if you want to get involved and just have some new best friends in general from all over the world, head over to patreon.com forward slash Sapton. It is literally the best way to support our podcast. Helps us go in each and every week and lets us be able to go to these festivals and record these special conversations live and in person um, as well. If you head to the description of this episode, there's loads of names there that we thank. But as always, Sean is going to give a mahoosive shout out to the elite members of our Sapling Podcast Patreon community. Yes, I'm doing it in an ASMR way this week as well. Thank you very much. Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi Leeway, Janelle Castan, Paul Hirschfield, Kelly Irwin, Scarlett Charlton, Tony Michael, Dilly Grimwood, Nathan Croshaw, Mitch Perry, Natasha Morris, Emma Barber, Kat Besant, Jenny Robinson, Murray Grimwood, Scott, Successful Burger Delivery Jones, Amy Dawson, Amy Louise, Stuart Knott, Ellen Southfield, Stephen Aston, Caroline Robinson, Kate Patak, Martina McManus, Louis Cock, Carl Pendlebury, Danny James McNaught, Jenny Munster, John and Emma, Jason Aredia, M. Evans Roberts, Craig Harris, Evan, Sean Foynes, Emily Perry, Adam King of the Goss Parslow, Kalila Keane, Ollie Amesby, Josh, I've opened a gym where the instructors would go from door to door to tell people about the benefits of joining it. I've. See what Josh has tried to do there is he's tried to put a funny joke in the middle of his name, but he hasn't realised he's run out of characters towards the end. So he's fucked it big time. Alice Wood, Connor Lewins, and last by no means least, Kyle David Smith. We love those guys and everybody mentioned in the description. Thank you very much for joining the Patreon. If you've, if you've, uh, listened to this podcast for the first time, again, thank you very much for sticking with us. I know, I know it might sound like a load of mental bollocks. <laughs> But we're trying our best, love us. We are fucking trying our best. So thank you very much. We appreciate you greatly. I haven't got much more to say. I quite enjoy doing this, actually. Why, why have we gone ASMR for the last bit? I don't know. I'm just keeping it on. And I, I did it for the names. So I'm just carrying on now. I don't know why you did it for the names, but... I'm, I don't know. I just wanted... Do you know what? I mix it up in it. Mix it. People, what if somebody listens to that now and goes, fucking hell, I love it when he does that. I'm going to join the Patreon just to leave a comment to say, Sean, do more whispering, you sexy bastard. And I'd be like, ma'am, stop joining <laughs> online groups. Also, don't call me out in public, please. Or ever. That's weird. It's taking a turn. It's taking a turn. Let's leave. Before oh, we go, wait. I just, go I'm going to try and do ASMR as you well. Are sh- no, you are <laughs> shit at whispering. I am very shit at whispering. But I wanted to give a shout out. So, uh, another patron, Jordan Harris, who broke his leg moshing at a gig with another patron and now has to go for surgery. Mm, it's his own fault then. There we are. We'll be back next week and every <laughs> Friday. It's his own fault then. There we are. <laughs> Sean's final fault. What does Sean think? He thinks that. Here we are. That's what Sean thinks. Moving on. <laughs> oh, we'll be back next week and every Friday with very special guests. Click subscribe wherever you listen for Please more of this do. nonsense. Rate and yeah, this. fucking hell. This is Leave being, a good review for fuck's sake. Please. This is being summoned. This is being summoned. Let's get out of here before we start crying even more. Yes. Sapnin! Sapnin! <laughs> fucking my voice goes, Leave it. It's done.
You're listening to Sapling Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much.